Economics in the Spirit presents episode 15 of How to be a success. Ordinary men living extraordinary lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. So let's move on to the battlefield of the mind section. <coughs> Was there ever a place where you almost lost hope? Oh, very I really messed up. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I reached the point where I felt so low mm-hmm. that I thought the world would be better off without me. Wow. Um, I just felt... The only time that I felt pain-free was when I was asleep. Wow. Now, because of anxiety, etc. You had anxiety? Uh, yeah, I okay. couldn't sleep. Okay. Now, to sort of counteract that, I tried to induce sleep in any way I could. Uh-huh. And that got, took me down a lot of paths that I'm not proud of, um, which included, you know, um, I left my wife, I left my family, I got involved in drinking heavily, I started to dabble in substances you don't buy across the counter in boots. Okay, I've got you. Um, and then I came to the conclusion, if I was asleep permanently, then I wouldn't be in any more pain. Wow. And it's as, it's as simple as that. What was the situation that brought you to that place? Um, I'd, I'd left, I'd left my, my wife and family. Um, so I was literally sofa surfing. Mm-hmm. I'd got nowhere really to go. And, uh, and I knew that I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope with my marriage. Obviously I'd left. I couldn't cope with being a father. Um, I just couldn't cope anymore at work. And initially, work was my safe place. Got you. But uh, it dawned on me that I, that I just couldn't cope with that either. What caused it to change from your safe place? Did you have friends there? What, what caused it to change from the safe place to the place that you were, had to kind of run away from as well? I think I was living a lie, really. Um, I threw myself into my job. Yeah. And... Because of the because of my perception of the CID as it was, yeah, I wanted to be the best detective in the office, yeah, yeah. and that meant drinking anybody under the table, wow, taking the most prisoners, yeah. having the best detection rate, mm-hmm. the most number of informants, call it what you will, mm-hmm. and that was my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I I came to the realization I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just could not cope with anything. I think I'd, my my um, my capacity to mm-hmm. deal with stuff yeah. had been completely exceeded. What brought you to the realization that you couldn't cope? Was there was there a critical thing that happened, or was it a catalogue of things? I I I knew that my life was going down the the toilet, literally. Yeah. Um, because of what I was getting involved in, and and I just I just knew 
that the only way out mm-hmm. was to be asleep permanently by taking my own life. Wow. So you're here today and we are blessed you are here today. Truly, and many people are, but we'll talk about that a bit later. So how come you're here today? Who is supporting you? Who, who helped you stay with us? Oh, well, I, I owe everything to, to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jesus I so fought against because I was, I was quite anti mm-hmm. um, at, at one point. Uh, the Jesus I so tried to avoid um, intervened in my life in the most dramatic way at, at a time when I most needed him. What did he do? <laughs> I, I made a decision to end my life um, on New Year's Eve going into 1996. Oh, gosh. And uh, I decided to jump from a railway bridge on Swain Street in Leicester onto some railway lines. I know exactly and, where that is. I yeah. ride to work past that every single day. And I climbed onto the wall on New Year's Eve. And when I think about it now, there was, it was a, a time of great joy for the majority of people, New Year's yeah. Eve, lots of people partying, and I just felt utterly, thoroughly miserable. Yeah. So I just thought, I'm better off out of this. So I climbed onto the wall, and I was one step from going over when I was conscious of an inner voice yeah. which I, I did write this off as conscience at the time. Mm-hmm. I was aware of an inner voice saying, look, um, don't do this. Now, just before this happening, I lost a, a close colleague at work okay, um, who took his own life. And I remember how that affected me. Um, and I reacted really angrily to that, couldn't cope with that. But this inner voice in my head said, just remember how angry you were when... Um, I'm going to call him John. That's not his name. Yeah. Um, just remember how angry you were when John took his life. Yeah. So don't do this. And that sort of kicked me back into gear. And I got off the wall and realised that I probably needed a bit of help. Wow. And who did you get the help from? Again, there's a story to that. Uh, and again, I've got to backtrack very slightly. When I left my my wife and family. My wife, lovely wife Sue, had become a Christian mm-hmm. and uh, she could see that all was not well with her husband. And uh, I'd left on a couple of occasions before, but mm-hmm. always returned. And the vicar at our local church had offered to come and speak to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Sue knew that the time wasn't right uh, because believe me, there was a, a big chance uh, and again, I'm not proud of this. There was a there was a chance at that time. Had a member of the clergy turned up at my house, mm. he would likely have been assaulted, <laughs> which is the truth. And your wife had the intuition to understand that and yeah. delay his visit. Yeah. Okay. But when I on the day I left Sue, um, she was going to a pantomime. Funnily enough, with the mm. girls, and she still went, uh, despite me saying, "When you come home, I won't be here." So off she went, and um, on the way to the pantomime, she popped into the vicarage and said to the vicar, uh, now's the time. And there I am, loading my worldly possessions, which consisted of a couple of bin liners, uh, into my car, and this blinking vicar turned up. (laughs) 
No, I, I couldn't get rid of him. Uh-huh. Um, I, I used my full repertoire of Anglo-Saxon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't get rid of him. But what he said was, um, he said, will you come and speak to me? And my answer to that was, I will come and speak to you mm-hmm. when I've sorted myself out. So here I am, um, one step away from taking my own life. Yeah. And I've said to this clergyman, uh, I'll come and speak to you. Now, I, I might be a lot of things, but I'm certainly a man of my word. So I thought, right, I'll, I'll, I'll go and speak to him. Mm-hmm. So I found myself at the vicarage door. And is that the day that you were going to leave, or was that later on? No, that was later. Um, I, I subsequently left my wife. I was away for three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left in the sort of late summer. I left her, and then... Uh, after my, I'll call it an unsuccessful suicide attempt, mm-hmm. I had two or three days wandering mm-hmm. around in a daze yeah. before I found myself at the, at the vicarage door. Wow. Wow. In the next episode, the mountaintop episode, Paul is going to tell us about how his life was transformed, how his marriage was healed, and how he literally met Jesus. But first, he had to start by telling his wife the truth about everything he had done. When you say revelations, are they the kind of revelations that in other settings might be a situation which would have ended the marriage? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably my best bit of theology is is this phrase, which I stole off a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And he said, a confession mm-hmm. is like a good puke. <laughs> it makes heck of a mess, but it's better out. And that's as, probably as far as my theology goes. <laughs> but, but I agree with that. But, but I had to, I had to um, make a full and frank admission to my wife why we were... Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit, is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed. Stay blessed.